0: Welcome to Kashrus On The Air, your weekly radio show dealing with kosher issues for the kosher consumer. And I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. And tonight's show should be very interesting. Um, It's really taking into account many topics dealing with things right here in our neighborhood that are going on right around us now. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to get into some of the topics. And believe me, they're very interesting. But I have to give a few announcements. Number one, next week, is Hashem Yisburach. I mean, it's 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 been uh, set up. Uh, I can't guarantee that it will work out because I'm not uh, I'm not the other person. But we have a, a guest in Yitzhak Hashem next week, Rabbi Moshe Vaya, who is the uh, the most eminent person in the uh, whole area of Bedikas Toiloyim in Eretz is Israel and in the world to put out a uh, number of svarim. I think at least four or five svarim. And uh, the famous uh, Bidiga Hamazon, which we talk about all the time. And he is the person that everybody in America goes to. It's a go-to person, actually the whole world. They go to him, have him check things out, and he can help make a, uh, some recommendations, and he can uh, decide the ways to check, and he can uh, evaluate the percentages, and he has very excellent staff fact, we had one of his staff was here a couple of years ago, and we had her speaking uh, a, for a group of ladies. Uh, I hope that I'll be able to get Rabbi Vaya to speak next week. If he does speak, it will be at 8 o'clock tomorrow, I mean next Monday night. I'm not guaranteeing it's going to be, but if I will know um, during the week, if you want to be in contact with me, fine. Otherwise, I'll announce it on the radio. But if you can, can keep open next Monday night, from 8 to 9.30, we're trying to find a venue that will work for the program. But for us, we're going to be on from 6 to 7. And what I'm asking everybody to do, uh, you know how confusing the whole area of insect infestation is. Everybody has complaints, questions, uh, things they need clarified. It's, it's an endless topic. But I can't keep him here more than the hour that we have. I'll try to clear everything. We should just zero right in on him from the very beginning. I hope that he's going to be here in, the, uh, off, in the, our studio also. That's also part of our plan. And, of course, you can call him with questions then. But I'm going to do something else this time. I'm going to ask you if you're interested in sending in questions. We'll have those questions asked from Rabbi Baya. So I want you to send it not to me over here at the studio, but to send it to this email address. And you can text it to that email address or send it with an email. Kashrus, K-A-S-H-R-U-S, at ao You could also call us, but uh, it's a lot easier, more efficient, and uh, this way you'll, you won't have to worry about catching us and it'll be clear exactly what you want to say. So just text your questions in for Rabbi Vaya, Just say, Rabbi Moshe or Rabbi Vaya, or or in, insect questions, whatever you want to say on the on the subject head, and let's just type in the questions. Uh, we'll be able to have asked him in mitzvah. Hashem. I hope I hope we'll be able to get all the questions answered. So you can do that now, tonight, tomorrow, anytime you want. Text in the questions for Rabbi Moshe Vaya to k a s h r u s at a o l dot com at dot com, and uh, you could t- text it or uh, Email it, however you like to do. But that's that's area number one, which is a big, a very big topic, and uh, you know, it's just it's just uh, when you'll see the rest of the things I have to talk about tonight, you'll see that uh, it, it it's pretty crucial that he is coming here now. In fact, I'll share with you some of the things that are going on. Uh, everybody who lives in our neighborhood has seen. I mean, if you don't read the F.J.J., so that uh, you know. You can't say you couldn't afford it. They put it on your doorstep. So if you read the FJJ in the last two weeks, uh, there's been a a, a notification from Kehila Kashvis. I'm going to read it to you, because this is, well, what can I tell you? It is very big. What I'm going to read to you is very big. I'm going to read it twice, only because people don't hear the words exactly how I read it, I don't want even the misunderstanding. There will be no explanation. It's self-explanatory. But you have to listen to it, and you have to realize that this is very big. And I'm telling you, because I'm involved in the behind-the-scenes here, I'm telling you this is very, very big, what we're talking about. This is a an open letter from Kehila Koshris. It's a full-page advertisement in the FJJ last week. Kashvis notification from Kehila Kashras. Our ongoing testing of lettuce has shown heightened insect infestation in the current crop. As B'nai Torah and Yere Shemayim, we have no choice but to raise the standards of the produce we accept for use by our stores. The stores under our currently have limited supplies of fresh lettuce due to this development. We ask that you understand that this is due to the strict cashless standards they have accepted in using our heksha. We are urgently working with experts in the field to develop an improved inspection method while trying to find a less infested supply. We ask your patience and understanding. A word of caution. Stay away from letters checked by those who are not fully trained by experts. Great expertise, experience, and patience is required to properly inspect vegetables. I'm going to read it once more, just because I know it sounds redundant to you, but if maybe you missed a few words and It's really important to hear it. Kashrus notification from Kahila Kashrus. Our ongoing testing of lettuce has shown heightened insect infestation in the current crop. As B'nai Toira and Mayam, we have no choice but to raise the standards of the produce we accept for use by our stores. The stores under Arashgacha currently have limited supplies of fresh lettuce due to this development. We ask you that you understand that this is due to the strict Kashra standards they have accepted in using our Heksha. We are urgently working with experts in the field to develop an improved inspection method while trying to find a less infested supply. We ask your patience and understanding. A word of caution. Stay away from lettuce checked by those who are not by experts. Great expertise, experience, and patience is required to properly inspect vegetables. So, that is a story that is when I tell you, maybe someday I can the details. I cannot go into it tonight. I will not mention anything about it tonight. This is just a a story in itself. But it shows you that we are right now in a uh, the changing pattern regarding the vegetables and the levels of inspection and the type of inspection, the method of inspection. A lot of things are going on here, which we can't uh, openly discuss, but what does it mean to us? I'm gonna tell you, I don't have the wording here, but I'm gonna tell you what I wrote. Basically, I wrote that based upon whatever these things that are going on here, um, I advise people Be very careful about eating out, not just uh, lettuce, but any of those things that need proper inspection, whether it's uh, broccoli or the lettuce or parsley or any of these things. Spinach, you know, these things are similar, and it's not just lettuce. When you go out to eat in a restaurant or at a catered affair, don't just take it and feel, well, it's basically a good Ashkacha. I trust them for everything else. This is not like everything else. And as you see from this full page advertisement by Kehila Kashvist, uh, that is the second week they're running it. It was a smaller ad originally. But, they, but you see that this is a serious thing going on. And you can't just close your eyes. I'm going to read to everybody something which I was so happy on Shabbos when I saw this. And I, want, I said, I have to share this with people. So I'm going to read you a few lines from the Rabbeinu Yona, and, and this is like a, a classic, and it fits into everything we're talking about. You know, all of us get this way sometimes when we hear that the Rabbonim are being machmir on something. They're coming out with a new Chumrah. They're making life difficult for me. And that's the way a lot of people react when that is not the way one's supposed to feel at all. Rabbeinu Yonah puts it in the perspective. On this past week's uh, Perik and Pirkei Yovas, the first Perik, and the first Mishnah, we have the concept, the suggestion, the recommendation, make a fence, make a protection around the Torah. And he explains it in a very beautiful way. And when you hear this, it could change your attitude to so many things. Here's what he says: Asu siyag Torah. kein shenatamar u'shmartem es mishmarti kamar asu mishmeres lishmarty make a, a fence around the fence. or maybe a, a, a protection against the protection. Vasiyag hu dove gadu u'meshubach lasos siyag v'geda lemitzvos leval yuchal li behem b'hem hayireis Hashem. It's a big thing to make these protective measures to protect people from doing a sin. as divrei hayira If you didn't catch it, these are gavaltica words. It means that it is a bigger sign of yiras of fear of God, to follow the chachamim's uh, uh, protections like uh, like the uh, like Muxa and uh, you know all the rabbans all the rabbans that they gave us, it's a bigger thing to follow them than the mitzvah itself. It's more yerushimayim. I didn't make this up. It says he says that chibev um, hayira is more mechabev the yira more showing respect for you more enthusiasm for the fear of Hashem, It doesn't prove anything when you do a mitzvah. That doesn't show you fear Hashem. Like somebody who follows one of the Chachamim's rules. A person, if he just just trying not to do, he wants to do a mitzvah, and, but he's uh, relaxed about the rest of it. If it doesn't, work, it doesn't work out. If you do the mitzvah and you don't have this protective mode that the Chazal gave you, Marilan, what are you showing us? It, 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 it's not a big deal for him that he does the mitzvah. He doesn't care if he messes it up. Because he he he's only doing the mitzvah, not the protect, not the protective mode. And and this is parrots uh, uh, look He's not afraid that maybe he'll make an error. The if, if person breaks through a gedder, a fence, which all the mitzvahs are a fence. Then a snake will bite him. Which obviously is the khat and etc. Hine, kidivre chhaamimzal yesoidais vi'ilanos li The words of Chazal, when they instituted these prohibitions, it was like creating trees and the, the and, and trees of Yerishimayim. That's Ishahu Ikaha Oilam the Yesoid This is what this world is all about. The whole mitzvahs, he says, we got it all wrong. We look at the mitzvah as the main thing, and the chazal that asks something to avoid that, coming to that is like an add-on. But he says, that's not the real way to look at it. Look at the chazal as the real, the, the real goal, the real thing we're supposed to achieve, because that shows our yira for Hashem. And the mitzvah itself is like an add-on, a papyrus. It's sort of like a backwards way. I would like to say the way Rav Miller used to say. He said that the food makes the bracha go down well. In other words, what is the main thing? Is it the food or the bracha? It's really the bracha. What's the main thing? The Yir shemayim of the mitzvah. That's the chazal. And the, the mitzvah just gave an opportunity for the, for the chazal to come in and make their uh, injunction, and he ends off the wow. whole Wow, that it, in Hashem's eyes, it's more beloved the following of these chazals than the yena than the mitzvah of the Torah itself. This is the Rabbeinu Yeyna. Take it what it's worth. In other words, don't be so nervous when they give you some Hanachumra. Really, it's giving you an opportunity to show your true uh, yirah for HaKadosh Baruch. So that's just like an idea for for us, because we're touching on some delicate areas that people uh, sometimes get upset about. There is a letter. I'm not going to comment on the details. I just want to tell you what's happening in the world. There's a letter that's being promulgated, was signed by all of the Rebunim and Lakewood, I mean the, the main Rebunim, the, the Poiskim, whether... I I didn't check with anybody whether this is authoritative or not authoritative, but it's printed with their signatures on it, so I'll assume it's correct. And regarding two products which are very, very common in our homes, and they have... They're from responsible uh, uh, companies that we've always been using, and their hashkochos are supposedly you know, we very thorough Hashkachas, but we, 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 we like those hashkochas, we've always used those hashkochas, but unfortunately they found a serious number of insects in the products from these two companies. And uh, they, they mention it. I'm not going to mention it. Somehow, until I know a little more, maybe after I speak to uh, Rabbi Vaya, maybe I'll have more of an understanding whether this is really 150% true. But what I'm saying is, some of the underpinnings of what we've been relying on all this time, as we saw from that ad in the Kahil And we see from this letter from the Rabbanim, things are changing. And then there's the thing I've mentioned, I think, two weeks ago, I'm not sure, about the nori. I think I did mention it. The nori is uh, what's used in the the seaweed that's used in making, um, now you don't have to use it, but there's a rice one, and there's a, but but many people use it in in, in making sushi. And that nori, has uh, in a, in a, there, there are a, a number of different things in the water that attract themselves to it. Some are fish, some are crustaceans that they they're found in the vicinity and then when you pull the net up, they get trapped in this nori and a lot of times they're not discovered. So there seems to be an issue with the nori and again it's very responsible conscious organizations that are that are certifying it. What's the truth of all this? I don't know. Hopefully next week we'll get a little bit of uh, leadership from 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 the from Rabbi Vaya and we'll be able to understand a little more what's really happening. Now, I want to go on and tell you that we finally have set up I hope it's going to work. <laughs> Hashem is to help us. But we're going to do, and I don't do Hashkacha. I don't do Hashkacha, but we're going to authorize the whatever, set up, call it what you will. We're going to take care, as Hashem of one seven eleven, 11 For 7-11, for July, for July 11th. 7-11, July 11th, where they're going to be bombarded by front people. We're going to set up, for a few hours at least, on a certain day, on that day, I'm sorry, that day, July 11th, we're going to set up a... Uh, from one of our volunteers to, uh, to man that store. We're taking one store only. I don't know if it's going to be the Seven Eleven on the M or J or someplace else. I don't know. We're going to call these places. We just, we just set it up today. And we'll be calling these places and calling the camps and informing them about it. And we'll mention it on the air. So you can avail yourself free Slurpees I mean, I'm not giving hashkocha to Slurpees. It's not even... Uh, I don't even know the names of the, of the rabbis that are certifying these, these products, but they have been approved by most of the, by the major cautious organizations, you know, the CRC and the, and it's the Star-K and et So I'm sure that they're uh, qualified to give the hashkocha to the people who give the hashkocha. It's not the Star-K and the, and the CRC, it's other people. But they consider them acceptable, fine and we're gonna go in the store and set up a system that will guarantee that that's what you're getting. So, we're starting with a product that is God Hatshkocha. We have the approval of these different organizations that it's acceptable. And we're gonna control the store completely for a certain number of hours and we're gonna tell you about it. That's, that, that's the plan. And I'm calling now for two things. I'm asking if anybody would like to help us man the store that day. It means but an hour, two hours, just to make sure that things are being handled properly. It's going to be an hour, two hours. That's all I need. Seven Eleven, 11 somewhere in this area, Flatbush, either JM, whatever it is. And if you're interested in doing that, um, and by the way, I have no problem with the woman, uh, because not not a very... Uh, it's not an issue here. There's no social issue here. And if anybody would like to volunteer, you can give me one or two hours at least of uh, that day. We'll try to synchronize everybody together. And uh, you can just call up 718-336-8544. That's our office number, 718-336-8544. Or you can contact us at kashrus, K-A-S-H-R-U-S, at AOL.com. Tell us you'd like to volunteer to help that day as a mashkiah, a mashkiha. At the same time, I need a volunteer to spend two, three hours maximum making calls to uh, different uh, uh, camps and letting them know about this. Yeshivas, camps, whatever it is, whoever we'll, we're, we're going to notify. Shuls, whoever we're going to notify. I have about 25, 30 names right now, and I might add another 20, 30 names to it, but uh, we're going to try to get the people in this neighborhood to be aware of this opportunity that we're giving them with a kosher, uh, let's not say certification, let's say kosher uh, oversight for that particular day. So if you want to volunteer to help us in one of those ways, again, man or woman, uh, to make some telephone calls, or to go down to the store itself and supervise. I will take care of all the details, just that you would be there, and I'll tell you exactly what has to be done. Just, uh, so uh, that's uh, 718-336-8544, or kashrus, K-A-S-H-R-U-S, at AOL.com. Thank you very much on that. And now um, we're going to go mention uh, one more thing here, I think we'll, maybe we'll go to open the lines now. So you can call. You can start calling anytime you want. 718-683-5858. Don't give me questions you want to answer by via. You have to send that in. And uh, don't if you want to volunteer for anything, don't don't do it here now. Because I want to get all the details, just leave it on um, the message on our answering machine. So that's 718-683-5858 right now. Or you can text us at 347 Nine two seven eight three nine eight. Again, the studio number 718 683 5858. The text line 347 927 8398. I also never mentioned, I might as well tell you, but some of the people who listen to my show, they don't even know. You can hear this broadcast live by dialing 712 432 4217 or by dialing 718 718- Five oh six nine oh nine nine, 9099 And when you do the 9099 one, you have to just uh, indicate that, you're, uh, that you want to go to the live radio, but it's not, it's not very hard to get us. In addition, you can always hear all of these shows archived over jrootradio.com. And Baruch Hashem, over the years, people have listened to it, and we get people listening from all over the world. Uh, to, those, to, those, uh, to the recordings here. Uh, some of the things are like this maybe sound a little bit like it's our neighborhood, but really everybody's living these issues. Is 7-Eleven really a reliable thing? Is uh, are insect problems n- increasing? Um, are those hashkochas that we were used to before, are they safe now? These are the questions that everybody is dealing with. So I, I don't think it's anybody uh, has to say that the show, maybe it's it's starting from Flatbush, but I don't think it's limited to Flatbush community. Let me just say one word about our sponsor, and then we'll open up the lines. We already have callers. Uh, our sponsor is, uh, as you know, Glotmar, conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M. And when you think of uh, Glotmar, think of, you know, price, quality, convenience. And think about uh, the great opportunities you have over there. One of the things you can do is you can save a lot of time by pulling into, their, uh, into the Gladmart from the East 12th Street entrance, and they'll park the car for you with, you with their valet parking and be able to load up the car with all the wonderful things you purchase in the store. Some of the items on sale right now, today and tomorrow, for $11.99 a pound, you can get pepper steak or silver tip roast, or veal neck roast. Those are three choices for seven, for eleven ninety nine. The Oberlander mini sprinkle cookies, two for five dollars. Hadar chickpeas, fifteen ounce, seventy nine cents. Lieber's mandarin oranges, eleven ounce, seventy nine cents. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, twelve ounce, two ninety nine. Geffen mini mandel, fourteen ounce, one ninety nine. Norman's Greek yogurt, uh, one twenty nine. And the yogurt, uh, Norman's Yogurt Poppers, the 5.3-ounce size, 99 cents. Those are just some of the items that you can get on sale now at Glottmart. And at Gladmart, the, 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 the quality of the meats is A1 with expert supervision from the Star-K and the Vatakashas of Flatbush. And they base Yosef meets an expert Nikor at, at the Glotmart, you're getting quality Kashwis. And if you get a chance to meet Dove in Glotmart, tell him you heard about Glotmart uh, uh, over J Woot Radio on on Koshris on the air. And, and Glotmart is conveniently located at twelve oh five Avenue M. And now we have to answer some of our I see the whole thing's lit up. Okay, go ahead. You're on Kashwass on the air. Can we help you? Yes, I wanted to
1: ask. What's the law
0: with fish in Costco that has no I Again, I, I hear you're saying fish in Costco. Is it a fresh fish thing? Is it frozen? Is it. Frozen, uh, frozen salmon,
1: let's say. Has no hekshah. And I see some eaten bun. I guess uh, it must be okay. Well, uh, here, was
0: here's, the, here's the thing there are many people who buy salmon without hoshkocha based on the idea that the. Fish has to be a kosher fish because it's red. And the only red fish is salmon. Not everybody agrees with that, but there are people who hold that way, and quite a few people hold that way. I don't want to get lost in that. It's a halachic issue that any love can tell you. But let's go a little further. Even if we'll say that the fish is definitely salmon, uh, now, if they had a piece of skin on, it wouldn't be a problem. But let's say we we're convinced that salmon, and we have we're from the Mechilah on that, and which I said many many people go that way. But you it was it was processed. Now there's when they process, they use a knife, and the knife was done. Uh, it was you could have been used for a trifle fish too, and therefore, the the real halacha is that when you have a piece of of fish that you buy in a non kosher store, that Many people hold you have to run a knife across it, a sharp knife across it. Now that mess up the whole fish, and no one ever would want to do it. But that's what they used to do when they had no choice. I personally think that what I've seen, that's not enough, because when you producing, when you're processing a lot of fish, and you're putting it on uh, in a board or in it's. Uh, it could be a piece of plastic. I mean, a piece of paper they have in you know, order to, to work on it, to cut on. What happens is that it absorbs liquid into the flesh of the fish, especially uh-huh. certain kinds of fish. You know, there's no skin on it. It's easy for it to get in there. Especially, sometimes you see that uh, part of the flesh spreads apart. It's so easy for this juice to get in. That and that's trafe. So I don't really uh-huh. understand the idea at all in today's world of buying salmon or any fish from a non-kosher fish store. If there's a non-kosher fish store and you go in and you go with your own knife and you make sure he doesn't put it on the same board and there's a separate piece of paper, Uh, that's something different. Also, also, I wanted to ask you, um,
1: does pasta, is that a problem
0: with pasta? Does it need a good hepshire? Does what need a What's I didn't...
1: Uh, pasta,
0: like pasta. Pasta lube. is not cooked. I mean, raw, raw, raw pasta is not cooked. Yeah. No, it's ra- no, cooked, raw, no, no raw, problem no, pasta, wait, that, right? No, no it, 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 It's before that. The way you make pasta is, it's extrusion. You take the flour in the water, make a, you make a dough, and you push it through holes. And that's what makes the form. So you, there is no cooking. It's, not, it's, nothing, it's nothing done yet. It's a raw product. So there's no there's no there's no, nothing goes on over there are you, I am mean, uh, sorry I, I, so I do not that I mean I,
1: I mean okay. I guess I know you but nothing nothing uh, nothing problematic at all
0: definitely not uh, should you get a hashkocha? I always think you should get a hashkocha. And one of the reasons is because they also do things with eggs in the same plant. So we'd like to get a hashkocha, yes. But, it's, but, it's, but don't worry, it's a very easy product. And a simple hashkocha, you don't have to look for the heav- heaviest hashkocha to do that. I okay. Just want, I want you uh, no. to add, I
2: want just to add Thank something. Thank you very much. Thank I want, you. Uh, I want to add about something, the pasta, especially the Italian pasta, that they're using, the mixing up, using quite and non-kosher things inside that just to mix it up. So I would be cautious about it, you know, as a matter of a test. They're using adding over the prosciutto. It's it's a certain uh, pig oil that mixing it up with the dough. To make the pasta. Is it listed as, as an ingredient? I, 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 I don't know. I guess, I know, I'm not, no. I don't know what the company is. Oh. Yeah, but but the company in America uh, that
0: are making regular I, I don't pasta. Know, I don't know. I don't know if, but if it's, Ranzoni it's required. is Ranzoni, you're not going to find a Ranzoni. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, right. So, but you're, so you're saying that the, it's getting more complicated today yes. and you have to be careful. To exactly. Watch. Very good. Thank you. Go ahead. You're unconscious, you're unconscious in the air. Can I help you?
3: Yes. I, I have a question. Um, I, I, I know we spoke about many times about Chalvis Real. That it's, uh, Misha says, uh, anyone with and, and also, uh, I forgot the other Russian, Misha Russia says, now, I was listening to a Sheikh on the Russian, and he was speaking about, um, uh, you know, the traitors, and he mentioned that Lacha is put them, Timmy Kuf Yud says, uh, says Daal that speaks about by Chayim is not bottling the Everest, and, and, uh, and, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's few, uh, so I was wondering, is there any way of getting that like, coffee throw? At, you know, let's say it's better to get maybe, I was thinking, let's say organic milk. Is that better as, as far as trafers come as a bomb and a like a, a cold Is it better to get organic
0: milk? No. I'm just, uh, Doesn't H-2 anything to do with it doesn't do with the trephus. I mean, the organic milk is not, doesn't, doesn't guarantee that it's not a, a trephus. But the question, the question you have, there are some people, very, very few, who don't drink milk because they say that in the, man, in the milk, there has to be some trephus mixed in, and they feel that it's, uh, that it's inappropriate because they know that there's a certain amount of trephus mixed in, and they're using all the milk from all the cows together. So, I I I can imagine that there's you know I, there are such people who who exist, but there are they're they're like very few people who who follow that. That's not a a a regular accepted way of dealing with things, and so you don't have to worry about
3: it. Is there some companies? And you can't tell me over the air, but it's, which companies? But are there some companies that you know, as far as the tracers, as far as like what they see the animals and everything? that better than other companies?
0: One second. Why, why would know, it become a TRAFER? You, know, you, wh-
3: you have personal information that some companies, as far as feeding the animals and the TRAFER, they call It's brought down the same as Shochan al and Ebrowski. He says 40, 50% is the SOFET TRAFER for sure.
0: Okay. Let, I, I, let, I okay. don't know if you know Let's, personally which. No, no. Let, I, I. You, you,
3: you, others,
0: you, you, you I call you off the radio. Oh no, 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 you, no, no! You, Don't call me. Don't call me. I'm going to take, explain the whole thing. Take one minute. take one minute. Uh, okay. Th- the truth is, when you say the word suffic treifas," there are humorous and humorous in our in our shulchan aruch, and many of the things that we call treif are not treif at all. They're only that we have a, a Shila that the halacha says we have to be machmir. That is not the same thing as treif. Treif means it really was halachically treif. Most of our treifists are not treif. Rabbi, uh, I, I knew you quote Rabbi Belsky, and I quote Rabbi Heineman. Rabbi Moshe Heineman said, it says in Chazal that ro behemus haksherus, and it can't be true. Because you see, we're only getting ten percent uh, super glot. We're only, you know, getting getting uh, based Yosef glot, ten percent, twelve percent, whatever it is, and and, and kosher only getting forty percent. So you see, so you see, Robert Hamas and naksherus. So we lost our whole chazaka. Terrible. So Rabbi Hyman said, no, we didn't lose our chazaka because why don't we eat those other pieces of meat? There's a shayla. Let's say, for example, with a, a reya, with a with a lung where there's an attachment from lung to the diaphragm, which we call the sircha, and we can't use an animal with a sircha if it, if it doesn't hold up or blow it up or something like that. Why? Because maybe there was a hole there. So the whole dinner we have is a maybe. So, we're, so we don't know how to check. Nobody in the world today knows how to check, really, if it was there. There really was a hole there. can't guarantee it was a hole there. So therefore, our whole system is based on offering a lot of behemoths that are not, not treif. So really, don't be so nervous about the traifus that you're hearing about, because it's not real, real traifus But the problem with the milk is different. The problem with the milk is that you mix it all together, and we, we, we share all the animal's milk together in a big silo. And therefore, if the percentage is not going to be less than 1.66666, which is the cutoff point? That's the sixty to one. Is one point six six six. If it's more than one point six 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 of of of, for, uh, of of milk from trefer animals in mixed into the milk, then we have a problem. So the problem was that they were doing a um, they were do we were doing this uh, first of all a certain amount of trefers do exist, and then they were also doing this. Uh, process for the displaced abomasum, which when we were very important 20 years ago, we became aware of it, that they were in, they were injecting a needle into the stomach to to, to deflate the stomach because it had this displaced abomasum, and uh, and that that operation uh, according to many makes it a trefer, so they're mixed in a lot of the, a lot of those are there. Now in the Chalav Israel plants, they separate all those animals, so you don't have them. Is there a certain number of trefers? Yes. Do we know the number of trefus? No. And even and even if we'll study a million years, we're not going to be able to figure it out because we're not really bucky in those halakhas of the trefis, to know what's a real trefer and what's a suffix trefer. And therefore, we don't have to asser the milk that we have. And we have the chazakas of the rov behemis kshevis, and we have a chazaka that the behemis from the from the rov. And have, so the milk, you milk the cow. You don't. You didn't shech it to find out if it's treif or not. You, you you milk the cow and you drink the milk. How can you drink any milk? Maybe it's for the, your, your animal's a treif for one. You had to slaughter it and then make, drink the milk. No, you can drink the milk on a chazaka that the rov behemis Thank you very much for the call.
3: Okay. Thank you very Take much. Care. Oh, thank call you. Too.
0: Hello, you're on on the air with Rabbi Yosef Wickler. Can I help you?
4: Yes, I want to ask a question about frozen strawberries. Okay. Um, am I allowed to ask specific
0: no. Uh, brands? No. <laughs> no.
4: Okay. Um, so, what is it, what is it with with? Um, I ha- I was under the impression that those that were um, greenhouse grown. Were,
0: okay. Good. Were Excellent. Okay. okay. Now, one of the greenhouse grown. Uh, strawberry frozen strawberries is uh is one of those two items that the rabbinim in Lakewood said we shouldn't be using.
4: Right. And so that's, that's, so I, therefore I have they have put up a sign. That's so that true? so yeah. therefore
0: I don't know if it's I don't know if it's true with the sign. I, I told you I don't know. I didn't research it. But but if it's but if that is true, so they are you know that you see greenhouse doesn't prove anything. I'm going right. to try to explain to you what greenhouse is. I can't do it all because it would take the whole show to understand what a greenhouse is. Greenhouse is the same as saying factory. It doesn't mean a thing. A greenhouse has the opportunity of keeping the insects out, but there's, it's you've got to do the due diligence. You've got to do the work. So sometimes they put like double doors, and they put this, and they put that, they go around and they actually, on the perimeter of these places, some of these people who are very careful about the uh, greenhouses, they're actually putting, um, it, it, putting uh, s- some poisons for the, uh, for the insects all around the perimeter of the greenhouse so that they can't get in. And, they, and they, uh, they're careful with their f- shoes and with the, this. They, they do a million things. So it's not a greenhouse. A greenhouse is just a factory. But if you do it perfectly, you can do it with no bugs whatsoever. Zero tolerance. Yes, it is possible. Now, understand, sometimes there are eggs, and you can't eliminate them. And if there are eggs, so they're going to hatch. Now, if you check your your vegetables and you freeze them, then maybe you're going to avoid it. Because once they're frozen, those eggs are not going to do anything. And you can't see the eggs, they're too tiny. So therefore, you, you win. Now, does that mean that any company in the whole world, does there any company can say there's no bugs in my vegetables? No. No company can and no company will tell you there are no bugs in my vegetables. It's impossible to say that because it's not true. It'll never be true. Impossible. What they could say is, you won't find anything in your in your thing, and there's not a mirhamatsui. There's no chia for you to check, and and it's kosher for you to eat it right out of the ba- out of the bag. That they can say, but they can't say that there's no bugs there, cause it very well might be. But halacha is halacha, and that's that's what we're working with. So uh, I hope I helped you, but the uh, unfortunately uh, there is a very big difference from greenhouse to greenhouse.
4: Uh-huh. For a while, they were saying that certain brands you, you can't eat whole,
0: you can eat them if you grind them up. Okay, so now that, let me explain that one to you. There are people going around saying all frozen strawberries are fine. Why? Because they say they washed them very well. I'm sure they washed them very well. I hope they did. I'm very happy they washed them well. And I've seen some washing processes. I, saw, I observed a washing process by, from beginning to end. It's a tremendous, uh, 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 tremendous length with all kinds of gizmos to clean the thing. They do a tremendous job, but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a zero tolerance because you had many many insects in the beginning. So it it, it it's junk in, junk out. If you put a good quality in that has very few, then by the end maybe you have you have kosher. So. Regular frozen strawberries is not any better than strawberries in the in the in the little plastic container. What is important is this high level of preparation through good greenhouses. So let's say you have a company. I'm not going to give it a name. But it's X Y Z company, and it has a hashgacha from one of the national okay Kafka, Star K, and you may not. Maybe you're not going to eat that. I don't know. Maybe you will. If you will, then fine. But let's say you don't want it. You are allowed al pi to take that strawberry, frozen strawberries, with the hashgacha from one of the national hashgachos, and and grind it down and make a you know make put it in a blender, and you can make a dessert that way or whatever you want to make out of it. It's going to be liquefied. Yes, you can do that. Why? Because you've crushed up any bugs that would be in there. Now, you're not allowed to do that with veg- with strawberries from the store. You pick up strawberries in a plastic, you can't just throw it into a blender and use it. That's absolutely awesome. Because the reason, is because there's too many bugs. And therefore, you're destroying the bugs, as we call, according to the rabbits and raivets, the So you can't do that. What you can do is buy something which has a hashkocha. Even though you may may not use that hashgacha for every reasons, because you're more machmir, but you know and I know that the the signs off on it that it's kosher. So if you will be more machmir than them, fine. But that but you, but then you can say that I don't I don't know. There's any bug in there? Maybe there is no bug in there, and then I'll pialach. I'm allowed to use that in the uh in and grind it in the food processor. Okay. there's
4: One one more thing. I read in Rabbi Blumkrantz's Pesach, um, if I understood it correctly, um, he said that something that has a chazak of having bugs, it's not enough just to wash it, to wash it, triple watch it It has to be checked by a 9
0: Right. And my Rebbe, Z- Asher Zim and Zatzal, hold exactly the same way. But that doesn't mean that anything I said tonight is different. I'll explain to you why. It, what they're telling you is that, and you have to know, uh, things have progressed in the last 20 years. It's progressed very, very well. Even if there's problems occasionally, there's, it's progressed significantly in the last 20, 30 years. If you have a product that it doesn't have a Mir Hamatsui, I'm going to try to define Mir Hamatsui. If it doesn't have a Mir Hamatsui, there's no responsibility that you have to check that product. If you have, let's say, let's say, for example, suddenly they put DDT back into the use, whether you should, whether you shouldn't, we'll die from it. I don't want to talk about that. But if they would, if they would uh, put it back into use, and it would be like in 1967, I'm just picking a year because it was before the 80s. So when a certain when time they got they got the 70s and the 80s. So at a certain time they they asked the DDT, but but when they when they were using DDT in the old, good old days. You couldn't find too many bugs, and, and no one said you had to go check. It's when uh-huh. DDT was taken out that we had to check. So th- th- Rabbi Zimmerman and Rabbi uh, Bl- Bluenkrantz wouldn't have required you to check in those days because it wasn't a Miyura What happened is there's a Miyura now. So let's, take, let's say I have it. This is where we get interesting. I, have, I grew a product in that greenhouse with 400 guards protecting that no bug ever comes in. I put all, all kinds of poisons there and I, I just like to, it's sort of like using the DDT on the product itself, but I don't put it on the product. I put it on the ground outside the building, and I work on it, and I work on it and I work on it and I and I don't get I only maybe maybe five bugs got into uh, 500 uh, 5,000 you know uh, whatever I have. So does that so there's no meat Hamatsui. So my product is without a hamatsui. So I don't think that Rabbi Zim and Zatzal, I can't talk for him, or Rabbi by and Zatzal, I couldn't talk for these people, but I don't think that they would require a bedika or be worried about it if we really had a zero tolerance or close to zero tolerance level. It's when we get the numbers that are higher that they say, you know, that thing needs to be checked. And you say, well, you know, I don't check it, but I put it through the wash. And you know what I do? I even more from than that, I check at the end uh, 30 bags. So that's not enough. According to Rabbi Blumenkrantz, according to Rabbi Blumen, that's not enough. They say you got to check every leaf because you started with a mir-a-mat-zah. You do So you can't make a chazok all your day machine. You can't say that the washing, uh, the flume that washes it is going to remove all the bugs. You can't make that claim. It's nice to think that way, but you can't make the claim. You don't know, and you know something, well, you'll never know, because you'd never check that much stuff afterwards. So they're going to say, they, Rabbi Zim and Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Blumenkrantz are going to say that if there's thoughts out of Zim Hamatsui, then we're not going to rely on a machine. A human being has to check. Remember, Blumenkrantz used to love the system that was existing in one place in Borough Park. I don't know if it's there anymore, so I won't mention the name, but they used to check with a light box every single leaf and he told everybody that's the one to rely upon a certain place in Borough Park. So, yeah, that's a wonderful system. with was a personal checking. But uh, this is the question, you know, what level of competency that they're using. And that's why different cashless agencies and different uh, greenhouses are different. And it's says a whole different system of whether it's a miha motzi or not a meat hamatsui, before the wash. If there's no on, if there's no on months before the wash, you don't need to check anything, and everybody would sign, on even the, even lumen Kranz. okay
4: and then, so it seems like the main lettuce that are not grown in a in a, in a greenhouse, so there is a cause there are above, so then it's not enough to be chosen a bag triple wash
0: triple washed is zero it means right, nothing
4: but then it, but then it has to only be from a greenhouse
0: now, of of course if, if you want in today's world. It has to be. It probably has to be from a greenhouse. I'm not sure, but you know. But it, the triple wash is close to zero. I did a show on. I I did a show on it. All those
4: products out there that claim that they're bug free.
0: Right. Well, if they're
4: not from a greenhouse, then it's no good.
0: I don't I don't want to say that. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they have a way of growing it uh, uh you know uh, with more uh, maybe they maybe they're successful with their uh, uh with the pesticides that they're using and they don't have any problems. I don't know. I can't so talk how about sab- know that. What?
4: How could I know that?
0: You can't know that. If if you want to, a, a guideline, I'll give you a guideline. And everybody listening, you know, can listen you know, also. Yes. In in these products today Go for greenhouse, and there are only, that I personally know, two companies that you're going to find that are using greenhouses that are effective. You'd find out the two. You know how to find out? Don't ask me. I'm not going to tell you. Call any cautious agency that you rely upon, that you think is serious, and ask them, who are those two agencies which... Use greenhouses that, the, that the, the people in the field know are effective. In the culture field know is effective. There's two companies.
4: I could ca- call Star K and they'll, they'll know the answer to that question?
0: No, you can't call Star K because they're going to tell you, uh, they're going to they're gonna say two companies? I could tell you ten.
4: Right, so who am I supposed to call?
0: And they don't do greenhouses necessarily.
4: Right, so that's right. who am I supposed to call. They're all going to say they're all good.
0: Okay. So take one, uh, a Hamish Hashkochah, and ask them. There are two companies that are that, that use greenhouses that are very effective. Now, I'm not saying that the other companies are not kosher. I told you a minute ago. I can't say that. But if you wanted yeah. to know a safety valve, yeah, this that's what's going on now. Right.
4: So that company that that the issue with the strawberries came up. Um, I know. People thought
0: they were, their name replaced a different name, and so how is I? Uh, going listen, to call. <laughs> if you want to know the story, I do know the story, and I can't talk about it too much on the radio. But I will say, I will just explain briefly. What happened with that company that you're referring to, which had this strawberry problem, if it's really a problem, I can't say there is really a problem. Maybe, maybe it's all made up. I don't know. But if it's true, what happened is that when the product first came out, it was perfect. You couldn't find a bug to, for a million dollars. You couldn't find it. But some systems are not fail, fail-proof. Some of them don't hold up on a day-to-day, day after day after day after day. And that's what happened there. You have to have a system that's sustainable. A lot of our systems are not sustainable. That's the problem. It, it's, it, it happens all the time. that The beginning, they make a big rash, everything's beautiful, and then, then something goes downhill. And uh, you know will it straighten out? I, I, I know the people in that situation, and I happen to tend to think they'll straighten it out. But I can't guarantee you. Um, has almost every single company gone through something like this? Yes. Almost every single company has had a problem. Almost every single company has had a problem. For a short time, a long time, almost every company has had a problem. Correct. Okay, thank you very much for the call. Okay,
4: thank you.
0: I I, I just want to I share with the people a very interesting thing, which I saw. And uh, it, it's extraordinary. I I, 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 I I don't know if I have to believe anything, but it's just an it interesting thing. There is a company... That makes, uh, I, I'm not sure if it's refrigerators or stoves or both. And they have a Sabbath mode. And the Sabbath mode was certified by the Star K. But the Star K removed their hashkoch on the Sabbath mode to this company some time ago and notified everybody that they no longer certify the Sabbath mode on this company. The company continued to produce equipment with the Sabbath mode and to tell everybody that it was under the star K. There's a gentleman in Chicago who decided to sue the LG company. And this, why this was interesting to me, this is the first unauthorized kosher symbol on, uh, on equipment <laughs> on, you know the first unauthorized kosher symbol on a uh on a piece of equipment, whether it's a refrigerator or or oven or both. So this is a new a new th- a new level of unauthorized that I just became aware of this about two days ago. And uh, I don't see anybody calling in. So if you want to did we get any text? I didn't see any text. Anybody text here? Uh, we have uh, super I oh, if yes.
2: you're
0: allowed to take liquid with no wait, wait, I, these are things this is not for me. These weren't
2: no, no, no. With no and
0: some ingredients the seven ingredients says glittering. <laughs> glycerin. is uh, glycerin needs has but I wouldn't take anything that is liquid without knowing what it, it is unless you in, with a hashko, without except if you're in this situation where you have to sometimes uh, uh, take something because of a what they call contrast and the uh, you know go for the doctor then, then then maybe there's a heter, but otherwise uh, all liquids have to have aash uh, they, they put so many interesting things into food so today. Uh, there's no way to take these things without hashgacha, and, and, and I think that people have to have enough faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu that if something doesn't seem to be, have Hashkocha, and uh, according to the regular rules of Kashmir, you shouldn't take it. But somebody's telling you, if you take this, you're going to live to 190 and be healthy your whole life. I think people have to have a little more faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and a little more understanding what I read to you in the beginning from Rabbeinu Yoyna, that by following the Chazal, we're not going to get into any trouble. We're going to get special brachas from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah. Okay, you're on the air. Can I help you?
1: Yeah, good evening other the This is Avram. Yes, sir.
0: Baruch Hashem. Hey, I just
1: heard the last comment. I listened to your show, not the whole thing. Uh, Why maybe not? I missed it. Maybe I missed it in the... So, but maybe it can enlighten me. Yeah. Uh, how come these big conscious agencies did not pull full full page ads in all the papers, the papers that I read, that they not, no longer certifying this LG company? I, do I have to have internet? I don't have, I don't have internet access, so I have to. Have oh no! Internet, I, don't, I don't know. Email, oh, one second, Twitter, I, Facebook. What, all the
0: other things. I don't know. I don't know what the Star K did. But I know. Oh,
1: well, I, it's the first time I just heard it. And no, but I know. No, way But so I, but cunt. I know.
0: But I knew. I was, I was getting it from the Star Okay. Now, in today's world, and I have to, I have to uh, make a point here. In today's world, um, yes. it's true. You, you, you could be from and not own a computer and never want to use a computer or have a cell phone or anything. But you have to realize you don't, you don't know that much then. You know, I have people who asked me three years after I wrote something in the magazine, I'm hearing this, is it true? I said, yeah, I did, wrote about it three years ago. You know, you got the message now. You, you know, if you don't read and, and you don't follow what's going on, you, you, you're not going to have a problem. I understand it, but Kilo did, let's
1: say Kilo did not wait for the Internet to... So they put a full-page ad ads in the
0: paper. I don't know what to you mean by, I don't, don't even wait. One, one, one second. Back. One second. One second. No, one second. is located here in Flatbush. F.J.J. <laughs> is a is a is a is a, a magazine, a newspaper that that covers the whole area. They got everybody covered. They they can definitely sleep at night. But but when when you're talking about the Star K dealing with a national thing, they'd have to spend. Thirty million dollars to get all I don't the information. Know,
1: some national magazines that go across the globe.
0: No, it's not
1: army <laughs> mishpacha. I don't know if it would be thirty million dollars. It's, it's not. enough. So,
0: no, I mean, I, it, a lot of the people, the people who read army don't meet by this and that and that. I, no, you, you can't make. But I, they have. I have no problem. First, we can't talk against anybody. But I, I have no I'm not problem. I'm not
1: against. I'm just trying to find. No, out there's no problem. The
0: there's no problem. I was notified right away. With emails that 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 the information was going out to people like me to inform other people, and it's 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 we are constantly being explained that way. All the unauthorized. That's how they do it. It it uh, you know they they said major
1: unauthorized. It's not like unauthorized like on, uh, one item. This is like a refrigerator. Okay, listen. I I, I don't see any fault more. here.
0: I don't see any fault here. The the okay. fault is with the fault was with the company. I, I, yeah, that's
1: the, com- definitely,
0: that's the question. <laughs> the fourth is with the company, and what you're seeing here is now that I, I like the idea. I mean, I, know, I, know, I don't know if people are going to agree with me. I like the idea that somebody sued the company over this because it, it would put a little more concern for other people not to cheat. I wish that more people sued the companies for the unauthorized use the of kosher symbols. That's that's a, it's a big shame. They don't do that. I'm going to have to wish everyone a good week because the time is the come of rumby at the I, end. I, I would, okay. say, oh, that, I would say that the, 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 the seller,
2: seller, the seller appliances, especially the from company, from stores, has to be notified.
0: This is 19, 100 percent. Oh, I not I, I don't think they okay. weren't. Okay, no. That's I what assume I'm they were. Yeah. I thank everybody for listening. We'll then join us okay. again next week. But remember, the next week in okay. we're going to have Rabbi Moshe Vai as our special guest. Whoa. And any question that you have about insect infestation email it to me at kashrus, K A S H R U S, at AOL.com. J Root Radio. We're always home. Introducing the Olive Tree. Olive Tree is the new upscale gourmet dairy restaurant in Flatbush. With a delicious fusion menu for any time of day, Olive Tree will quickly become your favorite dairy diner for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We even do parties in Sheva Everything is Chalav soil under the Hashkacham of Kehillah Kachos. Mention J. Root Radio and get 10% off. Visit us today at 2811 Nostrand Avenue or visit OliveTreeNewYork.com. Mention J. Root and get 10% off. That's Olive Tree at 2811 on Avenue.